All this Amex stuff on episode 51 of the Milenomic Squared No Annual Fee Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Sam Simon. And I'm Robert Dwyer. And this is the Milenomic Squared Podcast No Annual Fee Edition on the Milenomics Podcast Network. If you're not subscribed to the full Milenomic Squared Podcast, you're missing out on a deeper dive into topics like the following. Amex has been ratcheting up the complexity of their awards and benefits, partially due to COVID, wanting to retain customers and wanting to maintain and build engagement. The gamification of Amex is in full swing. Sam, are you seeing this? What do you think? I am seeing this. I'm, I'm experiencing this. I think a lot of us are experiencing this. This began last year with the master value injection. And to some extent, even before then, you could make a claim that American Express was something ripe for gamification. They've always had these very tight restrictions on their airline credits that uh, some of these cards have had. And uh, and it's been our choice to game those. But they really ratcheted it up last year with the master value injection. And, uh, you know, how many of us are sitting on a lifetime's worth of stamps, right? So, uh, I mean, it's sad to say, but we we really are. And so that has continued, right? And that's the point of today's show is to really discuss, you know, do we need a lifetime supply of stamps? Do we uh, do we need to game every single one of these credits or or should we let some of this go? Yeah. So I was thinking for each of these opportunities that they're giving us, we'll call it, uh, for each of them, there's a promise and there are problems. And we're going to talk about some possible solutions for each one of these. So you ready to get into the first one of these items? I am, Robert. Let's get right into it. I'll take this first one here, Robert. And it is uh, the promise. The promise is that uh, American Express offers can be attached to your card. And unfortunately, this used to be better than it is now, but one per social security number for the most part. And these offers are just unbelievable. They can, uh, you know, pay you a certain amount of money when you uh, spend at a retailer or $20 back on any spending in restaurants or wireless. Uh, And this has really ratcheted up this year. You know, Amex offers have been a way that American Express has added value this year. Uh, So those offers that I'm adding, that I'm mentioning there are Amex offers. The promise has been that, oh, the credit posts and everything will be great. Not to worry. Yeah, (laughs) not to worry. Uh, And the problem, one of the problems, uh, is that they are posting so slowly, you know, uh, very, very slowly. In February, I've seen it take as many as 12, 13 days to post. It used to be two, three, four, maybe, Robert. Are you seeing the same thing? Yes, definitely seeing a lot of trouble in the month of February. Uh, More trouble early in the month. Um, It seems to have improved later in the month, but as we're coming to the beginning of March here, I'm starting to feel the same kind of anxiety. Like, did I do it wrong? Did I mess up some part of the transaction? Did I, you know, fall into some strange, you know, terms and condition that I didn't read for it? And that's what the problem is, because like you say, they are historically quick to post, you know, maybe two or three days. And when they don't post, you, you wonder, was it, did I do something wrong or is just the computer being slow over there? Uh, you mentioned a couple of the offers here. And, you know, I've really gotten to the point where I don't pay as much attention to the the offers specifically. You know, something pops up for, you know, 20 off 100 at some retailer I don't use. I, I, I don't care. I mean, 99% of these, you don't use them anymore. But a couple of them were you know, pretty compelling, I think, uh, on the personal platinum card, Home Depot and uh, Best Buy, 50 back, uh, or up to 100 off, effectively off $100 of transactions at each of them. But, you know, I, I did three transactions at Home Depot, and it wasn't until I did the third one that I actually got the terms and conditions right. I mean, I, I see Home Depot. I think, go to Home Depot and buy some tools or something like that. But in-store transactions don't qualify. So I said, huh, 
Maybe I'll do it online. I'll buy some gift cards. Well, those are processed through another another company, not Home Depot. So that didn't work. So actually, I ended up having to buy a uh, Nest thermostat. And I was telling you how much trouble I was having with that this morning. So I feel like Amazon is responsible for that nightmare, too. <laughs> no, but in addition to slow posting, you bring up a great point, Robert, about terms and conditions. And you you have to be – we're going to talk about it more on the show. But you have to be a lawyer almost to understand some of the deals uh, that, that are being put out there for us. You know – they're not even following it right. Like I bought one item at Best Buy and the $100 posted. But when I originally read the terms and condition, it made it sound like I had to buy two things and would get $50 yeah. back each time. And so did they do it right? Is it a glitch? I mean, there is no consistency in their product right here with American Express offers as far as what happens. One is online only and one is not. And it's very frustrating, Robert. Very frustrating. So those are some of the problems and I, I guess we could lump these in as problems as well. When they don't post, you know, we get worried. I get worried. I think, oh, they're onto us, right? That's our classic phrase, like yeah. they're onto us. Uh, but you know, we're actually using these ter- these these offers as they're intended. We're not onto anything. We're just I'm buying twenty dollars worth of stuff at a restaurant and hoping it posts, right? And and so when it doesn't post quickly, you freak out and and. Maybe you reach out to Amex or maybe you find this post from the points guy and says, here's why you shouldn't worry. And, you know, I don't think that's helpful at all to have a post that says, here's why you shouldn't worry. Because there are real situations, Robert, where, like, for example, when the month is over and you haven't captured a restaurant credit or a cellular credit, that's it. There's no coming back. And we had very clear examples in the beginning of February, you and I, uh, with the next credit that did not post. And it was actually Amex's fault, but was I going to sit around and wait for them to fix that? I don't would I've even known if I was maybe less involved in this game. And I think that uh, we have to become very active consumers of these credit cards uh, now that all of these credits are there and some of the situations that we're talking about are here. So that's my first possible solution, Robert, I think, becoming an active consumer of American Express credit cards. Yeah. How about anything else you want to add? Yeah, just doing that backup transaction. If you think there is some risk at that first one, maybe you're uncertain about the terms and conditions. Maybe it is a transaction that's a little bit on the edge, pushing the envelope of what's allowable. But if it's been, you know, 15 days and it hasn't posted yet and you're in the second half of the month, I think it's time to lob in another transaction. You know, some of these have the duration that goes all the way out through June. But like you say, if Amex tells you to wait until a point when it's after the the offer is available, I'd go in and do another transaction if you have to. And when it really stinks, it's when when it's a transaction that you absolutely would not have done if it wasn't for the offer. I know. (laughs) That's a double-edged sword right there. That can really happen for sure. I think I think I take back something that I said on this very show, which was, you know, wait out, use it organically at the beginning of part of the month. And then um, maybe if you can't do that, look for something that's not so organic. I'm done with that, Robert. It only took me two months to lose that habit and just, you know, first few days of the month, just pound it. And if it doesn't work, pound it again and pound it again. And <laughs> never pays to play it straight. No, it never pays to play it straight. That is so true. Speaking of, of all of this that we're talking about here, I alluded to this next credit. Uh, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, this one seems like easy money. It's been called easy money. It's a PayPal, $30 a month on the Amex Personal Platinum. And, you know, I think of the Platinum card as being a pretty premium card. 
but I don't think of PayPal as necessarily being a premium service. So they're kind of maybe meeting in the middle somewhere here. Like, you know, everyone with a $595 annual fee cards wants to dork around with $30 a month PayPal <laughs> credits or not. So here we go again with the terms and conditions, right? Person to person transactions are not supported. You can't just send $58 to your spouse and get $30 back. Those are excluded. I think that's an example of something where you could have done a transaction didn't catch that stipulation, chatted with Amex and said, not to worry, you'll be fine. But upon closer inspection, you might you know, not get the credit at all. Be, yeah. yeah. So you can find situations where it is, is easy to do this, but then you get into more murkiness. Are gift card transactions allowable? You know, can you just bank these by buying gift cards? I don't know. I mean, if I go to PayPal Digital Gifts, is that a type, a specific type of gift card that wouldn't be allowed? And so it gets really annoying when you're doing these transactions early in the month and they don't post and then you maybe do another one. You're just more involved with the system than you even would have been otherwise. And again, it goes back to the slow posting that you were talking about upstream. But, you know, it can get even uglier than that. It can get even into maybe a, a potential clawback where you... <laughs> He thought you were fine. And then yeah. the next month you find out that, oh, we changed our mind on that. So just uh, a really ridiculous one on this. What what have you been doing for PayPal? Uh, I've been purchasing gift cards from PayPal Digital Gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, and just relentlessly doing that. You know, fortunately, those if you're into third party gift card reselling, those seem uh, like a I'm going to do the deal anyway. I might as well do it with PayPal and hope for the best on this credit. Uh <laughs> I know you just outlined a lot of potential problems. I want to hit one or two more, Robert. PayPal is just antiquated in in how they display the payments. Sometimes they let you split between cards, which is nice. Sometimes they don't. I've got so many cards attached to my PayPal account and so many platinum cards now that it's getting difficult to keep it all squared away and make sure these charges land on the right card even. And then you talked about this. When the month is over, if I if I were to purchase something other than gift cards... I am stuck if I have an issue with a legitimate purchase and the retailer says, well, why don't you just return it? I go, no, 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 don't return it, please, no. <laughs> I don't want the money back because of the potential clawback issue. So we become these manic consumers where you're, you know, I have a problem, this is not delivered yet, it's now March 1st. Okay, sure, you want a credit? No, 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 I don't want you to re refund me. Okay, well, what if it never shows up? Um, I guess I'll just wait it out, yeah, forever, you I know? Like like, and I'm having that real situation when I did use this organically, and so I'm done. I'm done, Robert. It's just one more thing to keep in mind. Well, so that's my solution. Speaking Don't of possible solutions, the uh, sex credit, I think you had some experience with this, and I thought that I could offer this up as a possible solution. I was going about doing my normal liquidation of the $50 every six month sex credit, and that triggered the PayPal credit, even though I think according to the terms and conditions, it shouldn't. Uh, have you bumped into this one? I have. And, you know, I just want to do some quick math because America loves math. Robert, there are 18 18 PayPal credits that I have on three platinum cards, and I only have three Saks credits. So it doesn't help me, even though it's a great tip, it doesn't help me eradicate all of these PayPal credits. And it's one extra layer of complexity that I have to now deal with. For sure. So I like the idea, but I don't like, and I'm sure, well, this is as good a time as any to mention, you have to activate the Saks credit, but you don't have to activate the PayPal credit. Got I know em. we were trying to jump into solution space, but yeah, they got me on that one, Robert. It's been, I don't know, three, four months since I got my last platinum card, so I forgot. And I even went in, you know, and I went into the details tab and I looked for Saks because there are certain things where you need to enroll, like the airline incidental credit. 
Saks Credit does not have a button that says enroll. It says get started. It brings you to a completely different page that then has an enroll button on it. it there are complexity on top of complexity, and I missed it. I went, well, there's nothing that says enroll. Get started probably just tells me to go shop. I'm going to go shop. <laughs> and so on top of how many different malfunctions can we layer? The, uh, the purchase worked, but the item was never shipped. Uh, the PayPal credit showed up, but now I'm in a new month. So any refund. Uh, so the solution doesn't pay to play it straight. I'm not doing another Saks PayPal mashup. I think Robert, I'm just going to do Saks head on, and so that way I can keep that, uh, you know, and then redo that again if there's any issues. I think. I think that's my solution. You like it or no? I do. Uh, a good experiment design doesn't overlap two variables there. So I think it is smart money to separate them and reduce the complexity. I guess the honest answer, I would say it, it is gift cards for me. And it'd probably be something like Bitmo other than, other than something that's PayPal digital gifts that that might have a chance of keying off of. I think that's a more solid, straightforward way. But I definitely am not overspending and going buying things frivolously with just because there's this PayPal benefit. This $30 a month has to do hard work to eradicate the, what is it, $49 and 50 or something like that a month that comes with these platinum cards. There's work that needs to be done. I need to turn it into cash, not just an opportunity to go buy stuff I didn't need. Yeah, and not to bury that, you you had calculated that out. It's $49 a month to carry a platinum card. And, you, you know, we will say it at the end of the show, but we're working back against our own money. I mean, you know, they're, they're paying us with our own money, Robert, and it's frustrating because they don't even pay us correctly. So uh, speaking of frustrating, I can't take this one. You've got to take this one, this next one. Oh, I thought it was your turn. I thought for sure you were going to take these Uber credits. I, I mean, I can give it a shot, but there's no way I'll do it as good a, jo- a job as you on this. <laughs> you had a lot of venom for that previous topic. And, you know, the wounds have healed since I fought with Uber and Amex credits last month. But let me recap it here. What is the promise? We're going to give you credits for Uber on your personal platinum card, $15 a month. And we're also starting new for 2021, going to give you $10 a month credit on the personal gold cards. So, you know, back in the day, this used to be useful for getting to the airport. We're in this game for travel, and that was a pretty nice thing. But we're doing more Uber Eats lately than Uber, and it's nice that these credits can extend over there. And what's even nicer is that you can combine these credits from multiple cards. Say, for example, if you have a personal platinum and a personal gold, if you assign both of those with your Uber account, hopefully that'll combine and you'd have $25 a month. But a lot of us have multiple versions of multiple cards, and we even have a a spouse or other people in the family that we could add to our Uber account. And early on, I didn't realize that. I thought, you know, I'd have my wife's cards on her Uber account and and my cards on my Uber account, but I can put her Uber, her Amex cards on my Uber account and stack these all together and order one or two nice meals for the month. That is the promise. That is... (laughs) It sounds like a pretty good deal. I mean, we actually are doing a little bit of uh, food delivery services, whether you like them or hate them. This is actual value to me. Not 100%, probably somewhere south of 100%. The price isn't pretty inflated. But if it's cold out, it's snowy, it's dark out, I don't want to get food, this is a pretty nice solution. That's the promise. Let's talk a little bit about the problems. I know you've run into some problems. I'll start with my first one. And that would be, I seem to run into a velocity limit at the beginning of the month. This came around at the beginning of February. I tried to jam in all of my personal gold cards. And at some point, it just stopped working. And I couldn't add any more cards. I couldn't add any more Visa cards, MasterCards, anything. My Uber account just stopped accepting new payment sources. (laughs) Yeah. So who do you talk to in this situation? Amex? Uber? There is no help at Uber, as, as far as I can tell. We'll get more into that in a possible solution at the end. But what kind of problems have you run into with this one? Partially, I would say it's partially my fault in that I don't have a lot of restaurants that I enjoy going to that are in the Uber portfolio. You know, I live in a 
one of the one of the great cities in the world for food and uh, not everything is in their uber portfolio there and so i i tend to wait until late in the month to use these credits and i had cards attached to multiple uber accounts and so i needed to get consolidated i wanted to move them all over to one account um, gold cards and platinum cards and really simplify things but by the end of the month the last day of the month i hadn't used some of these credits and i, I need to use the credits first then move the card and i really like to do that with a few days or more left in the month so that the the, the break is clean robert and i can get that card put where i want it to when the month clicks over the credit is on the new account so that's the order i needed to do it in couldn't pull that off uh, in time last month, so now I'm hobbling along with two Uber accounts with partial credits in each of them. One more potential problem here. Oh, gosh, there's so many ways this can malfunction. Uh, you could write a, a multi-page uh, blog post on this for sure. You know, you read a post that says, you know, how easy this is and how it's going to work. There are more ways that this won't work than will work. And when you try to get help, like I said, it just goes ping pong back and forth. The only way I found to contact Uber for anything, I mean, I don't know, maybe if you lost your phone in the car or, you know, the, the driver threatened you or whatever, what, the only way I found to contact them is to go to uh, Uber underscore support on Twitter. And that will initiate a chat in the Uber app. And that is a way to contact Uber. They've been powerless, as far as I can tell, for doing anything with Amex, even things that I think are entirely within their control. In a panic last month at the end of the month, I tried to use these credits on my wife's account, spun up a new Uber Eats account with her. I said, oh, I can even refer her. This will be great. And I had ideally uh -oh. just a $20 remaining <laughs> balance after it. But you know what? I didn't click the little slider over that says that the Amex credits should be used for this. So they went ahead and chose not to deduct the payment from it. And it went even further south than that. So I'll, I'll, I'll follow up on that on the page show this week. It's a really, really painful story. But... Uh. Finally, at the, at the beginning of this month, all the, all the money is pooled over onto my side. But I totally agree with your sentiment there that the best restaurants are typically not on food delivery services. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> I mean, the, the percentages yeah. that these yeah. places are taking is really high. So you got to find that sweet spot of a restaurant that is participating, maybe to take out or other things like that. But uh, qu quite a nuisance credit, I would say. Yeah. And I like what you had said. And it really echoes a lot of the issues that I have with these these benefits, you know, they're trying to replace travel benefits and I just want to travel again. You know, like if, if, if we were able to just take Uber to the airport, I think we'd be a lot less crotchety about these benefits. We'd be like, yeah, you know, they yeah. covered our whole trip to the airport and our whole trip around town and it was great. And here we are, you know, we're dealing with, yeah. you know, food that's cold and late and, uh, and we're, and we're having to fight our way through it. And they both point at each other. You're right, Robert. They go, yeah. I don't know. It's an American Express. American Express. I don't know. It's Uber. And we're stuck holding the bag, literally. Not to keep making this about problems. There are solutions like moving the card after you've used the credit. That's a good solution. Uh, but I think we should move on to the next chapter here, Robert, because this may be the only place on earth where this next credit is going to be correctly outlined. Do you agree? <laughs> I agree. There's a lot of bad information about this one out there. Yes. We're talking about the $200 American Express Travel Platinum Offer. It's not the standard $200 airline travel credit. This was touted last year during the height of COVID as a response to COVID. And after your anniversary and annual fee hit on a personal platinum card, you would get a $200 credit for booking anything on Amex Travel. And as soon as your annual fee is up, you will have this showing in your account somewhere. And uh, all the way through March 2021, anybody who renews between now and March 2021, this is the offer for you. 
And Robert, you and I have been trying to pin this down. We've been trying to find a landing page, terms and conditions, anything on this. Everything seems to link back to one article or two, and they seem to link to each other. What have you found as far as terms and conditions or a landing page on this? Have you had any luck there? Well, I saw this pop up when I logged into my wife's account late last year and was able to use it, which was a miracle given how travel was last year. And then more recently, I bumped into it by mistake. I booked a, a flight through Amex Travel and redeemed membership rewards for the flight. And I logged, logged into the account a few days later and I saw a $200 credit there from American Airlines. I know American Airlines is not my airline of choice. I go back to whatever episode that was, 24 or whatever it was, you <laughs> hear why American Airlines is not my airline of choice. But I was like, why is there a $200 credit for American Airlines? That's weird. And this is what it was. And I swear, it wasn't until after I bumbled into that, that this little page popped up right beneath my membership reward balance on the card that it was associated with. I think it was a Morgan Stanley Platinum. It said, you know, you, you redeemed your $200 uh, Air uh, Amex travel credit. Click this button and it revealed the terms and conditions. Like, how crazy is that? You don't see the terms and conditions until, until after you've actually completed the task? Ridiculous. I know. I know. And I have had an even worse experience with this credit. Uh, because after you told me that, you said, well, after I booked, you know, I, I saw the terms and conditions. I said, well, I've got a platinum card. It renewed in early January. I'm in this cohort of people who should have this offer available. I mean, I, the points guy says it's for everyone, Robert. And uh, we'll link to, I guess we'll link to that article here uh, that outlines this as a benefit for everyone. Uh, and so I tried to do what you did. I went, I'm going to buy something on Amex Travel, book a ticket, and then I will have the opportunity to chat with a rep about this. Because I initially tried to chat with a rep about it, and in their wisdom, Robert, they made the the travel credit the exact same amount as their airline incidental credit. And so when you're chatting with a rep and you're saying, well, I'm, I want to talk about this $200 Amex travel credit. Yes, sir. Any airline, anything you do that's ancillary fees, you know, you can get. No, no, no. We're talking about two totally different things. So that's Please another stop with that thing. problem. I, I know. It's really confusing. Well, with this booking in hand, I re-accessed chat and I said, hey, there's this post here by the points guy. And there's another post here with Dr. Credit's name on it. And I should be getting this, right? And they said, no, no, you have not been targeted. And it's a targeted offer. And so you had just haven't been, been on that list, and you won't be on that list. And I said, well, that stinks. You guys should probably reach out to someone and get this updated. Oh, well, yeah, we probably should. You know, And I actually did it twice, chatted twice about it. Both reps knew of that it was targeted. No one has made an effort, as far as I can tell, to correct that. And so wow. we're here to post the terms and conditions publicly in the show notes here. That's a possible solution. You can read that at least before uh, you make a decision whether to use this or not. Uh, and also to caution anybody that this offer is not available for everyone. It's a targeted offer. I was on fire about this. I, I mean, I, you know, because they really want to post out there making it sound like this card has an extra $200 benefit and it doesn't. And I, oh, yeah. I thought, oh, they have it both ways. Yeah, I, I Googled the term, the, the you know, kind of the air, MX Air Travel Platinum you know, credit, and I landed on that TPG article that you pointed to. I, I went a little further and I kind of looked at the genealogy of that article and it the, the points guy, you know, a, a very tightly coupled affiliate with American Express points to a doctor of credit article. And that doctor of credit article points to another one of doctor of credit's article. And the source of this whole thing is a rumor, an unattributed rumor from somebody unnamed on Reddit. And so you put this whole thing together <laughs> and it's like, there's no definitive source of this thing and official affiliates are talking about it. Amex, you know, is using these affiliate bloggers as 
kind of like ways to get information out there to build up the hype machine around their cards to inflate the perceived yes, value absolutely. of the whole thing. Absolutely, and, yes. <laughs> you called it smoke, and I think that's spot on. It's, it's, it's smoke, and it's hype, and it's a bunch of theatrics, and you're like, this benefit isn't even there. Right, yeah. And then, you know, it goes even further because say you had a card that renewed in October or November of last year and you had read this article and you said, oh, I have that $200. I'm going to use it. I'll make sure when travel comes back around, I'll have it in my back pocket. You've paid your $595. You've you've re-upped for another year. You no longer can cancel, get a refund of your annual fee. Then you come and, and book something and you find out, no, no, that was six months ago. Uh, you renewed. No, there was nothing. And you have been waiting for that $200 and it was never going to show up. And that, I, I really, really do not like that. I feel like they could do a much better job of uh, illustrating who is eligible and who's not. And they're not doing that. So, yeah, I, I really like that we're calling them out on that, Robert. Uh, there are a lot of great things that American Express does. And maybe we could transition because we have been hard on them this show. And I believe they actually deserve everything we said. But we got to wrap it up. The, the key, the real the real thing that we want to do, Robert, is we don't want to get discouraged and give up on these. You know, in my mind, when I was preparing for this show, I was thinking, you know, before all of this, we had the airline incidental that we talk a lot about that on the paid show. And we thought that was great. And now on top of that, they've stacked a lot of other credits, Dell credits, Saks credits, dining credits, wireless credits, and PayPal credits. And the whole show is about credits. And so it's, can we get all of that? You know, not just one thing or two things. Can we get all of that? And, and what does it make us feel like if we're working to get all of that, you know? And I think that that is, that's the key. The key is to try to get as much out of this as we can because it's our annual fee. It's our money being paid back to us. But I really want us to be systematic about it and tiptoe around the possible pitfalls. Yeah, you know, it's tricky. We were talking about the U.S. Bank Altitude Reserve card on the show. And to us, that was kind of just a boring card, right? You get the card, you get the welcome bonus, it has a bonus category for digital wallets. You kind of rack up, uh, you know, I don't know, $70, uh, $750 or something like that. And maybe you use it for a fraction of some airfare for the family or something like that. But it doesn't keep you engaged. So we're, on one hand, kind of bored by that and not seeing a lot of upside in it. With Amex, yes, all the stuff is complex and they really are gaming the system. It's very interactive. It keeps us engaged with the cards. But it's just a component, I would say, in our overall relationship with Amex. And we need to be careful about making it a positive part of that overall experience. You know, when you can have a card that you're, you know, revenue neutral on in the first year due to some of these things, in addition, you get an 85,000, 100,000, 110,000 membership reward welcome bonus. This is, this needs to be just icing on the cake. This can't be the reason you keep a card because in a lot of cases, a lot of these Amex cards, you know, you need to be out of them after the first year. Maybe you can break even in additional years, but don't do that without a retention offer. You know, don't do that unless you're actually getting a positive value out of the card in addition to what the annual fee is. All these things can chip away at that, but we always need to be doing the math and making sure we're taking the, the best decision for our situation. I love that, Robert. And not to take earning out of that equation either. Some American Express cards can be tremendous earners. And knowing when to move from one card to the next is another piece of the strategy. It is a game. It's a big game, Robert. And it is fun to play when you love puzzles like we do. Absolutely. 
All right, well, thanks for joining us this week. For a more in-depth discussion about points and miles, visit us at patreon.com slash milonomics. There you'll get a special link to listen to additional content right in your mobile podcast app or on your computer where we speak more freely about topics like these. And as always, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Milonomics, and Robert is at Robert Dwyer. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, we'll see you on the site.